SQR Podcast, Gore Rosenberg, another classic podcast. Yeah, I had to say this twice. Another classic podcast. AT, do you see who's walking man, in right now? My girl walking in the room, man. Kia Manai. Uh. <laughs> nice. Kia Manai, the songbird, our next guest on this podcast. And we'd be so anxious. This is you on this record. Could you just bless us with some vocal renditions on this? Nice. SQR podcast for Rosenberg, Kia Manai. She's up next on the. We're going to dig into her life, hear her story. We are excited to have her on board. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat. Kia Manai, Squaw Rosenberg, SQR podcast. Stay tuned. One. Ah. Uh. Welcome back to SQR Pro Studio. I'm AT Jones with Kia Manai, and we got my man Rosenberg. Take it back over, man. Bung, SQR Podcast. Thank you so much, AT. I'm blessed tonight, ladies and gentlemen, to be in the house with a songbird. And I've been playing around with that word because when I heard the track you sent me, mm-hmm. and I heard you live just warming up, and I'm like, okay, we got to win it right here. <laughs> we, did a little, we did a little playing around before, but let me not lose focus. We are glad and honored to have something special for you tonight ladies and gentlemen SQR podcast for Rosenberg right now you know the way I normally ring in the show I always take a moment to big up everybody that's a part of the crew I want to take this moment right now to big up the director for tonight thank you so much Charles for holding us down setting up the cameras yeah. make David Bueno big shout out to my boy Lou senior on, on everything the, the, the way we look is a team effort and of course I can't forget my boy A.T. Jones Yo, I appreciate that man yeah. appreciate that salute you my boy Boy, tickling us in. I thank you so much, Manny, for coming in and holding us down for being in the house. Appreciate you for hanging out and being here. Boom. And as we get ready to crack in, you know, we, we always take a moment to big up the people that are, not, well, tonight's a more intimate session. So we want to big up your manager that's in the house. Yes. Mike, thank you so much, bro, for making this happen, bringing us a gift that's going to take this podcast to the next level. And of course, the entree of the evening, yes. Miss Kia Manai. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for big, big, big. And what's so funny is I was about to say your name. Mm-hmm. I paused, mm-hmm. you know, because I wanted to get it right mm-hmm. and not massacre it. But Kia Manai, thank yes. you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me here. So excited. I got to be honest with you. You are the first guest mm-hmm. that we've had on the podcast that we've connected with through Instagram. Yes. By the way, our Instagram is SQR Podcast. Check that out. There's a lot of things moving out there. That's how you found us, huh? Yes. Definitely. <laughs> you know, like me and my team, we're just working on networking and building my brand and, you know, just reaching my music out to the whole entire world. And the only way to do that is grinding every night, every morning, and, you know, just getting yourself out there. Like, you can't just sit on it. You know? Right off the bat, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Jewels upon jewels <laughs> upon jewels. <laughs> you know, because there's a lot of people who've seen this podcast. Mm-hmm. And nobody reached us, reached out to us with the same intensity like you did. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm interested. I like what you guys are doing. And we were like, you know what? We have a couple of guests lined up. We're definitely getting bigger with our genre of guests. Mm-hmm. And we're like, I want to reach out to her. And when I read your bio and saw the history behind it, I'm yeah. like, okay, this is going to be a treat. So 
thank you for slicing that in. Yes. And our sponsor would be so upset with me <laughs> to have you sitting across from me without another, without a Heineken. Mm-hmm. And I know you're not a big beer person, so I'm gonna invite you to try <laughs> Heineken's new non-alcoholic 0.00. Okay. So why don't you grab one from the refrigerator? All right, open that up. It stays stocked for reasons like this, because in case of emergency, we'll break the glass, but now we, we, don't, we don't need to do that. We can open. <laughs> I'm going to crack this for you. Okay. And uh, by the way, these mics are so perfect, so it's going to be like an ASR commercial. Let's do a toast to yes. your presence. Yes. Taste that and tell me what you think. All right. My feelings won't be hurt. We're not going to lose any sales. Give me your honest opinion. It's good. Like, if I like beer, it would be awesome. SQR Podcast Core Rosenberg. So, yeah. Thank you so okay. much. <laughs> yeah, Heineken is our main sponsor here. And as we drink the real Heineken, and you know, for my guests who are not beer connoisseur and they try the zero zero, mm-hmm. thank you so much for venturing out. Yeah, it's good. So let's dig into this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take you through growing up, how you coined that talent, that voice. Okay. And what's happening right now. Before okay. I do that, could you please share with everybody where they could find you, where they mm-hmm. could listen to your stuff, and if they need to book you for a show, how they could get in touch with you. Okay, so my name is Kia Manai. Um, my Instagram is Kia Manai underscore. It's spelled K-I-A-M-N-I underscore. Um, my management's bio information, email is all located in my bio on my Instagram. So if you want to book me or contact me, you can easily go to my bio on Instagram and email my manager through there. Um, my music, my first single, Toxic Love, is out right now. It's on iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, like all music platforms. And it's available today, so you guys can listen to it. As a matter of fact, not only is it available today, but Kia is going to, as a matter of fact, the short for Kia Manai is Key, mm-hmm. correct? Key is going to perform for us tonight mm-hmm. at the end of this podcast, that rendition of Tropical Love, which you... Toxic Love, yes. which you wrote. Yes, I wrote it. All right, so it's going to be a bananas podcast. I'm getting ahead of myself here. <laughs> um, I want to go back to a couple of things okay. before we even crack into your story. So I was talking to Mike behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and he, he complimented what you said about how driven you are yes. to get your music out there. And you saw our podcast mm-hmm. on Instagram, and, and I'm just trying to figure out what inspired you to reach out to us. Um. Okay, so like like I said, the grind is has to be there. Um, and just reaching out to, it's like step one, you feel me? Like you have to take a step to get to where you want to be. So the first step would be writing your music, recording it, and then submitting it to be published out. And then after that, it's like, okay, how am I going to get my music to reach other people? Like I can put it on iTunes, but what what's next? You know what I'm saying? So next is reaching out to podcasts, reaching out to radio talk shows, um, Anywhere you could possibly spread your name further, you do it. And that's so, how I found you guys. And I was like, okay, we got to get with them. The reason why I ask you that is because mm-hmm. there's somebody listening to this podcast right now in the same position that you are. And they're like, wow, she did it so I can do it. Yes. And you can reach out to SQR Podcast because what we want to do is want to capture your story. Yes. So tell me this. Key. Yes. Key I'm an eye. Mm-hmm. Where are you from originally? New Jersey, Newark, New Jersey. Newark, New Jersey. Yes. Straight from the Brick City. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me ask you this. As you grew up in Newark, mm-hmm. what was the family makeup like? Um, so, like, I grew up, I was born in Newark and raised in East Orange. So, I was raised in East Orange until I was, like, 12 years old. And then after that, I just kept moving from town to town based off of, like, you know, school and different situations that I was in. So... 
I didn't stay in Essex County my whole entire life, so I've been I've been exposed to different towns, different you know genres of people and oh, different nice. things like that. So, what was the family makeup like? What do you mean by that? Like exactly? I mean, and I'm glad you asked that. Mm -hmm. What I mean is the household, brothers, sisters, mom, dad. What was that composition of people like? Okay, so I grew up with my dad. Um, for about like maybe nine years and then I moved with my mom. So my dad and my mom separated before like I was born. Okay. Yeah, but they've always been like really good co-parenting. So I've had both of them in my life actively. Oh, nice. Yeah. What's so interesting is the typical answer to that question when you know mom and dad are separated mm -hmm. is like I live with mom mm -hmm. for quite a while. Why was dad the first person that you lived with? Because my mom was still in school. So she, my dad was taking care of me while my mom was finishing up school. She got her bachelor's. Oh, nice. Yeah. What's your dad's name? My dad, his name is Chris. Yeah, let's give a toast to Chris. Can we do that yes. real quick? <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, the reason why I, I big that up because mm -hmm. it seemed as if Chris stepped up. Of course. What was growing up with your dad like? I was young, so I don't really remember Were everything. Were you spoiled? What about brothers and sisters? Yeah, I was spoiled. I have a No, I like that. Say that. No, <laughs> say was, that. Own that. A little bit. You know, like I still had to work for what I wanted, you know, like still regular chores, doing dishes and stuff like that. But like when it came to things that I wanted to do career-wise, like my parents were always very supportive. So whether it was music or selling little bracelets or anything, like they were always very supportive. So I'm thankful for that. For that wow. I yeah. want to go back, not go back, but I also want to swing over to mom a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because the fact that, because even if the fact they weren't together, that co-parenting yes. relationship was beautiful. Um, what was mom's major? My mom, she did fashion merchandise. And dad held the whole soul down while mom yeah. finished up her bachelor's. Yeah. When you lived with mom, did you know that, what was the difference like? Hmm. I bet you mom didn't put up with crap, right? Um... She's like, she's strict, but still, you know, very supportive and like, not like, it's like, I'm not your friend, but I'm not your best friend, but I'm your friend. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I'm here for you, but don't cross the line, you know? So that, that really helped me. And she was very independent, very strong. So that's where I get my, my drive and my independency from. It's like really from my mom. mom. Yeah. So let's give mom some props too. Yes. What's mom's name? Kim. Let's toast to Kim. Let's toast to Kim. Mom. <laughs> toast bon. to Kim. All right. Oh, I'm supposed to drink some. Of like course. <laughs> enjoy the double zeros. <laughs> um, so let's, let's enjoy this conversation a little mm -hmm. bit more. Only child, yeah. somewhat spoiled. Yeah. Of course, dad took care of you and treated you like a princess. Mm -hmm. Mom showed you the values of, of an independent woman. What was your assimilation with other kids growing up? Did you make good friends easily? Mm -hmm. What was middle school or you know, elementary school like? Hmm. Middle school was a little rough, like first entering because I was like, like I said, I'm like really independent. So I'm always in my own lane, just focused. And I did cheerleading. So that's what helped me like make a lot of friends and get like interested with different type of people and learning personalities and stuff like that. So it wasn't it wasn't too bad growing up in school. No, that's interesting because yeah. what, what I love about what you just said is the fact that um, you got involved. Yeah, of course. Mm hmm. Your podcast, Gore Rosenberg. Um, we're sitting with a songbird that's just not only full of great lyrics mm -hmm. and vocal talent, but a lot of jewels. Because you've dropped a couple here. We're going to take a quick break, come back, pick up from elementary, going into high school or middle school and high school, and how that and how you coined the talent 
and the name Kia Manai. It's your podcast, Gore Rosenberg. Kia Manai, stay tuned. One. Escure Podcast, Core Rosenberg, cracking in with the, the second course of this meal that we're having, which is actually called Kia Manai right now. Thank you so much for being so vulnerable as we walk through that, you know, beginning life stage. Mom, dad. And what I like normally is there's a riff between mom and dad. There's not that cooperation. So you saw that, got the independence from mom, navigated, got involved in school, which means you put yourself outside of your comfort zone. When did the talent, the singing thing, come into play? The singing came into play when I was around, like, the age of, uh, I want to say, like, 11, 8 years old. And that would be middle school. Mm-hmm. And I was in a performing arts camp at Nurk Symphony Hall. So they had, like, different programs. There's, like, um, music, theater, acting, stuff like that. So, of course, I was in the music one and the dance. And this director, he had picked a couple um you know, a couple of students to work with, and we ended up just like making like a little tour out of it, and we sang a lot of Christmas carols and stuff like that. So that's when I kind of discovered that I had the potential to sing. And once that happened, I was like, okay, I like this. So I was doing talent shows, you know, like little choir events, like I was singing in church. So prior to that, mm-hmm. you didn't. No. Let me ask you this no. looking back retrospectively, mm-hmm. Is there a family member or a family friend or somebody that maybe influenced or you just because I'm trying to wonder mm-hmm. what was that aha moment when you said, you know, I'm going to sing? The Were only you- person in my family who's like musically inclined was my great grandmother. Um, and she used to do music like growing up throughout her years. But I was never really exposed to that as much. Like I went to maybe two services with her and saw her sing but i was really young so it's not like i picked it up from someone in my family it just happened maybe it was maybe it was in the unspoken genes yeah you know because you really don't know um the things that influence you as you grow up and that's why i like to take people through this journey Mm -hmm. so here you are realize that you're in middle school now popular because cheerleaders are usually popular yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, let's not be coy about it yeah popular Mm -hmm. how was the grades Grades are good. Oh, that's yeah. big. Grades that's big. Mm-hmm. At this time, you were living with mom. Yes. So I'm pretty sure she's demanded that whole, you know, everything be on the up and up. Yes. You find out through this talent camp that you are able to sing. Yes. Do you remember the first time you performed? No. <laughs> no, I respect that. I don't because I've like, I've performed so many places. So like the first performance I could possibly say would be my, um, my great aunt's retirement dinner. And that's where me and the group had sang our first song. So okay. that's the first thing that I remember. But I've done so many different shows. Like Wow, that's, that's, that's fascinating. Yeah. Uh, my mom always told me never to ask a woman her age. Mm-hmm. I'm going to break that rule tonight mm-hmm. because I want people to understand. So how old are you? I'm 21. Bomb. That's why she's drinking a zero zero. Although she could drink the real thing, yeah. she's drinking a zero zero. And I just want to get that out on camera. Uh-huh. However, so you're growing up, yes. middle school. You and I wanted to take you back to that first performance. Why? Because I was anticipating you saying um, the emotions you felt. Mm-hmm. But you're a part of this group. Mm-hmm. So when did you decide to go solo? So it was like right after high school. Um, I was in the car one day, just you know, freestyling to instrumental beat, and I just started writing like 
just random stuff and I put it together and a whole song came out and I was just like oh my gosh this actually sounds kind of good so the song that I have wrote um I went to the studio and I recorded it because one of my friends was like oh that's a nice song like you should go record that I was like okay I recorded it and ever since then like I've just been taking the music journey way more serious and just building the confidence to know that I can do it by myself you know without a group or you know other people singing with me like I could do it alone Ask your podcast for Rosenberg. As I said before, when you say something profound on this show, it's mm-hmm. called dropping a jewel. Mm-hmm. Right there, you try to sneak a couple by me. So let me just slow you down real quickly. Okay. What I like, what I heard is mm-hmm. you realize the talent you had yes. and that you could do it alone. Mm-hmm. A lot of people aren't built for that. You know, they want to be in the comfort of this group so we could share the wins and the losses. You know, for to, to step out of that comfort zone, that's very confident. So we kind of skipped through high school because you found this after high school. So let's just rewind real quick like we say in Jamaica and pick up from high school. What was high school like? You went into high school with the same popularity Mm -hmm. as elementary? Um, Well, I had transferred to a new school. Oh, you were moving a lot. Yeah, like I said, I was moving a lot because, you know, my, my parents were separated. So, like, my mom would be moving the next four years or my dad would move the next four years. So, like, I was back and forth. Um, And, like... Going, going into high school, I still joined the cheerleading team again. I was on varsity, and everybody knew that I could sing, so I would sing the national anthems for the basketball games wow. and the football games. So that was the way I kept my musical little thing going. Can I ask school. you this? Mm-hmm. Can I ask you this? Yeah. Do you remember the first time they said, Kia or Key, go out and blow the national anthem for us? Yeah, I do remember. What game was it? Uh, I think it was the... Thanksgiving football game. So it was packed. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of people there. Were you nervous? Yes. I was really nervous. I was in my uniform. Like, I was in my cheerleading uniform. So I ran from the little thing yeah. up the stairs, up the bleachers, sang the song, and <laughs> went back down. <laughs> what, so was it was, it, yeah. what was the reaction of the crowd? Everybody was just like, oh, my God, you did so good. And then, mind you, like, now I got to get back into my stance to go in. And I'm just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> like, Multitasking. Know. Yeah. No, I like that. I like yeah. that. So that's a great pl- platform to go into high school on. Mm-hmm. Still maintain the good grades in high school. Yes. What was the boyfriend situation like? Um, I didn't really date that much in high school because I was so like involved in different things. So, you know, I wasn't really focused on that. But like I did have a couple nice. know, little relationships. Um, looking back, is there one significant guy that you made like, hmm, this guy could have been the guy? No. Yo, I like that. <laughs> no, I, no, I, no, I like that. Yeah. Because there's a lot of young girls right now coming up who think the person they're with is the person or the end all do all, but their life's ahead of them. Of course. Graduate high school. Mm-hmm. What was that like? I was just happy to get out like I was just ready to <laughs> you saw like you thought you were in jail or something yeah I felt like I was in jail because I couldn't like you know do what I wanted to do like you're still in school you're still learning you still have to follow rules and I was just ready to just like branch off and you know mom's happy with the whole process yes very. she's supportive. co-signing the singing mm-hmm. what about dad yeah he's very supportive too both of them so now you're done with high school mm-hmm. what was your what's on your agenda what was your trajectory from there just so like 
I would say completing something like so I went to cosmetology school for a couple months. Um, I got my nail license so I could always have something to fall back on because you Jewel, never, stay focused. Yeah, Jewel. you never want to just like go for it. You just want to have something to fall back on and su support you. And then after I finished school, you know, I went straight for the music and then here we are today. All right. So tell us about today. Mm -hmm. What's going on? What's coming up? Yes. And by the way, you know what? Let's just rewind real quick before I even ask you that question. I want to hear, because you said you've been performing a lot. Yes. Which means you've, me you've been on many stages, many faces. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the first time you flopped? Or didn't get the response you thought you were going to get? Mm. Hmm. I don't really remember, like, me not getting a response that I thought I was gonna get because I was always a little like shy. So the Ooh, crowd, you, mm -hmm. so the crowd was always like really supportive and like you go girl, sing it louder, you got this. So I was used to that, but um, I would just say me just breaking my my stage fear. Like after that, I was good. Like small crowds make me nervous, but like big crowds, I don't care. It's like your podcast, Court Rosenberg. Yeah. I love that confidence. Yeah. Which is so ironic because you think you've been more comfortable in a smaller crowd. Mm -mm. <laughs> Do you remember the first song that you did perform in public solo? He Wants It All by Forever Young. By who? Forever Young. Let me hear that a cappella. Um, there's a voice that cries out in the silence. Searching for a heart that will love him Longing for a child that will give him their all Give it all, he wants it all And there's a God that walks over the earth Searching for a heart that is desperate And longing for a child that will give him their all Give it all, he wants it all And he says, love me Love me with your whole heart He wants it all today Wow, <laughs> wow, that was angelic <laughs> Thank you Amazing Thank you. It's Podcast, Gore Rosenberg, Kia Manai I'm going to take this quick break, okay. gather myself, and then I'm going to come in. I want to drop a little remix version of yeah. your record, Toxic okay. Love, that you're going to perform. Okay. And then I want to close with the stages that are coming up, mm -hmm. the plans that are coming up, so people can understand that Eskira Podcast is honored and blessed yes. to have the next big superstar sitting at this table. Yes. Stay tuned. Kia Manai, Eskira Podcast. A.T. Jones, the crew's in the house tonight. One. Toxic drug. I was addicted to 
affection that I ain't put myself on. I was addicted to an addiction that I ain't put myself on. He never with me on the weekends, leaving, cheating. On the low, boy, your love is so toxic to me. But I found the antidote. I had to do that. I had to do that. Oh my god. Amazing. Yo, I'm not the best DJ out there, but when I find something and I got somebody talented on the front and on the back, yes. we're gonna create something special here. SQR podcast, my girl Kia Manai. Yeah. That was amazing. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> so um wow. I feel like I am sitting here with the next Mary J. Blige. You are. You are. Jewels upon jewels. Because here's what's so funny about what you just said. Mm -hmm. The fact that you just owned that. Yes. You know what I mean? And a lot of people are timid out there with their talent. Mm -hmm. Salute you for that. Let's do another toast. Yes. Like sip your zero zero. <laughs> I'm going to have my Heineken. The number one. I'm the only sponsor here on the SQR podcast. And yes. we do drink responsibly. Of course. Let's talk about this. Out of high school performance you sung your first song mm -hmm. now you're serious in jamaica said you're serious about your thing yes moving forward what's the game plan for kia for key mm -hmm. so the game plan for kia manai is i just re released my single may 2nd so right now i'm working on releasing my second single and after the second single the ep is coming so we're in motion and the record that we just played around with mm -hmm. and the record you're going to perform tonight, Toxic Love. Yes. You wrote. Yes, I wrote. Yeah. And I, I, we don't want to... I saw a documentary the other day on songwriters mm -hmm. and that hidden talent they have to be able to interpret feelings. Mm -hmm. Where are you getting this material from? Like Toxic Love, where did you get that material from? My own experience. Yeah. <laughs> no, salute you for that. Yeah. Was it therapeutic writing that? Mm, yes, it actually was because after writing it, I was just so proud of myself, like, and just so like thankful that I was able to go through that situation so I could put it in a song so others can relate to it and know that like you can go through a toxic situation, have toxic love given to you, but like now you found the antidote to cure all of that. And the yeah. antidote for me was music. So music was what helped me get away from the negativity and like you know just bad vibes and bad people so like that relationship was toxic and music helped me get away from that and focus that was very well said yeah um therapeutically people resort to a lot of different things mm -hmm. or they stay mm -hmm. or they're not able to turn that toxic love into a lesson right kia kia manai short key it's okay. Short, <laughs> a.k.a. the next Mary J. Blige, because mm -hmm. your vocals are so well-balanced. Thank you. The harmonies. Where can people, and we spoke about this at the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. I just want to, I'm getting ready to wrap. Where can people find you? Let them know where they can tap into this talent and book you for shows and hear your story. You can find me on Instagram at kiamani underscore, spelled K-I-A-M-N-I underscore. And all of my contact information is located there. And my music is on iTunes, Spotify, Titles, all music platforms. You can go listen to Toxic Love right now. As we get ready to close, Kia, yes. my guests are always served with these two questions. Mm -hmm. I have the magic wand. I give it to you. Boom. Two wishes. Only two. Okay. Do whatever you want. 
What's your first wish? My first wish would be to, um, to be musically successful. Um, obviously be on Billboard number one and just be able to reach different people and help them through different situations just like I was. Like I love listening to music and music helps you with situations, go through stuff. So I want to be able to do the same for others. Your second wish? My second wish? Hmm. Just to accomplish every goal that I have mm. set out for myself. That's what my second wish would be. To accomplish every goal set out. Every single one. Yeah. S-Girl Podcast, Core Rosenberg, Kia Manai. It was an honor sitting across from you. Thank you. Going through this journey. Yeah. And I'm excited about what we're about to have right now with this performance of Toxic Love, written by you. Yes. And on your upcoming EP and the new materials, you are the writer of these records. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you want to thank me because I brought you the next Mary J. Blige. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm putting that, that energy out there. SQR Podcast for Rosenberg, Kia Manai. You're in for a treat as we wrap up with her performance of Toxic Love. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in. One. <laughs>